Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog checking in with you once again. Oh, man. Victory Monday. Gotta love it. Gotta appreciate it. Uh, thank you, you know, Packers for making this happen. Thank you for giving us the dub. Thank you for a little playoff hope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's start with gratitude. You know, it's always correct. You got to start with the gratitude, but it's time to be honest, folks. That Minnesota team sucked. I mean, sucked, sucked, sucked. Brian Flores should be thankful he still has a job after that defensive performance. And I know he has a history of lawsuits for discrimination, and you can take it that way if you want to. That defense was ass, boy. I mean, there was 10 yards. Bo Melton, every catch he made, there was 10 yards between him and the defender. The defender never even got a chance to make a play on the ball. They weren't even near their receivers. Um, There was a failure to communicate on the backside of that defensive. I'm I'm just thankful we had Joe Barry that week, and that's saying a lot, man. That's saying a lot. Y'all know. Man, Brian Flores, be thankful we do not have him as a defensive coordinator. That dude is ass. That performance was horrible. That was one of the worst defensive performances I've seen in a long time. The only thing that matched that was their offensive performance in the first half. Not discrediting anything about what the Packers accomplished. It was amazing. The defense played for one another, but that offensive performance in the first half sucked. I mean, Minnesota that quarterback, he'll probably never get a chance again. Hall, I mean, it was it was nice. Hopefully people didn't invest in your rookie card. He went 5 of 10 for like 67 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. I mean, I'll be surprised if that dude hits the field again. Much rather see Mullen in that position just because he's an entertaining quarterback and he actually throws the ball decently well. Um, Gunslinger, definitely risky. I'm glad he's not our quarterback, but he was entertaining to watch, especially compared to Hall. Hall was trash. That whole first half was trash. Um Hall, even when he had the wide-open receiver across the middle, should have hit him for 20, 30 yards. That ball just flooded. It looked like a wounded duck, not even a spiral. Flew way over his head. Hall sucked. We're just going to put it like that. Um, I'm sure he judges his own performance. So I'll tell you the same thing. That was a dismal effort, and definitely the Pete Curl USC team would have smashed that Minnesota team in the first half. And typically that's not the case, but Minnesota looked that bad. Um that goes back to O'Connell. You know, you're not out of the hey, head coach. It falls on you, but that defensive coordinator, you're only missing one or two pieces, and that defense looked horrible. I mean, it looked bad. With that being said, Jordan Love, some great throws. Um, I got his stats here, 24 of 33. Got three, three, what, three receptions through the air, 256 yards, and one touchdown on the ground. I think he only got two yards rushing, but still, we'll give, we'll give it a four-touchdown performance. Jordan Love, amazing performance. Give it up for the guy. Give it up for the guy. Aaron Jones also had 20 carries for a buck 20, so 120 yards, no touchdowns or anything. Um, A.J. Dillon, another solid outing. And even Mr. Taylor went back there, good performance. He didn't mess up not going out of bounds or going out of bounds. You know the deal by now. So just a great performance all the way around. Bo Melton, the star of the game, definitely came out. Just, I mean, what do you want me to say? Six what, six receptions for 105 yards and a touchdown. We also had Jaden Reed went out, and he put up six receptions for 89 yards and two touchdowns. He got injured right around halftime, so it would be interesting to see what his final line would have been. But congratulations to Bo Melton, all the rookies, man. I just want to give it out to you. Congratulations, congratulations. You guys earned it, man. A lot of stepping up to the plate. When the opportunity showed itself, a lot of our rookie 
um, Ricky Class, just all together, one- and two-year guys, they just all stepped up. Um, got the opportunities and ran with it, made the most of it, and that's all you can ask. So congratulations, just the entire Packers organization up this week. Man, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I definitely saw some things that uh, um definitely question. There's some things that uh, Matt LaFleur, I definitely want to punch him in the face for. People know I question his leadership all the time. Josh Myers getting that injury with, what, a minute and 48 seconds left. We just possibly lost our starting center. That's ass, man. I mean, the game's out of reach. There's no way that the game, you know, there's nothing to be done but basically kneel the ball and you're losing your starting center. And this is this should not be taking place. This was a disaster. It was it can cost it can ruin the rest of the season. To be honest, if we're if Josh Myers is not starting next week at center, that's a complete failure on on uh, Lafleur's part. I mean, it is just ass. You can't have your your starters getting injured with you know a minute left in the game when the game's already over. I mean, it was just never should have taken place. Um, A.J. Dillon also looked like he had an injury concern. He says that he's good to go. It it appears, however, he does have that fractured thumb, and he was in a lot of pain at some point. Preston Smith, he got injured. He hurt his right ankle. He had it taped up and was able to get back in. And McDuffie. McDuffie, my heart goes out to you. I haven't been your biggest fan, especially in coverage. Um, But I do want, you know, my heart goes out to you, man. That looked like a very serious concussion definitely some things going on in the brain he was not able to walk off the field under his own power i would thought maybe it was a lower extremity issue just the way he had his arms wrapped around the guys but if that was a head injury he got knocked the fuck out um i say that as a fighter so i don't i don't say that disrespectfully just as a fighter you get knocked out sometimes so he got knocked out man there was no other way to put it he looked very sad when he was talking with the trainer as if he was um just just sad it looked like a very you know unfortunately emotional position unfortunate emotional position would be the way to put it i mean i just felt bad for him my heart breaks for him he looked like he was either lost or sad and it's just it's a bad place man i don't like to see people like that um that's just you know the side effect of the game i know we don't want violence but it's a violent sport you know and it's just it's what we watch it for we love it but it's it's the side effects man his his brain got scrambled my heart goes out to you man take your time recover um Man, that's that's a huge hole with Devondre Campbell not unwilling to play through injuries for our coaches, as he said. I can see Devondre Campbell just the player he is. You can see it in him, man. He's a man. He's a leader, and I can see him wanting to be with his people, wanting to be with his men, wanting to be out there on the field with them. And I saw it in him during the injury. I don't think he'll sit back. Hopefully, he won't sit back and let Wilson try to fill that void because Wilson showed a lot of flaws in his. Uh, Lack of effort when it came to tackles. You got to wrap up. I mean, that's Pop Warner stuff. You got to wrap up. You got to make that tackle. He came in and hit somebody with the shoulder. They bounced off and kept going. It's just lack of effort. You got to give 100% effort on those tackles. And especially against your old team, you should be driving them to, man, not going to get into that. It's a different mental zone. I don't need to get into all those uglies, man. But whoo, you should have been popping out there. He had all the motivation. (sighs) <sighs> McDuffie, man, my heart goes out to you, man. It's definitely going to be a huge blow if we don't have Devondre or McDuffie. That's going to be catastrophic over there at that linebacker position. Um, linebacker, I mean, cornerbacks, they held up well. Give it up to Ballantyne, man. One hell of a performance, man. Just, hey. Ballantyne, one amazing performance. I mean, he was out there hitting. He was out there. He did get ran over one time, but that happens, man. I think it was Madison Lowe with the boom. He stepped out of bounds after he hit you, but still, it was – 
He, he lit you up, but still, amazing performance, man. I loved watching Ballantyne's tape. Just he made some pass breakups. He made some stops. He was just all over the field. It was amazing. He locked down Jefferson once again, man. Give it up to him again. Those are those are two players of the game, Ballantyne and Bo Melton, man. Those are those two right there. Um, it's sad to say because Jordan Love gave one hell of a performance. He was definitely dropped some deep bombs. Like I said, that defense gave him some wide open shots. Bo Melton was wide open three or four times, and I mean wide open. It was, it would have been amazing to miss him. Uh, one was a fourth and one that the Packers had inside, or like the ten yard line or twenty yard line for sure, the red zone. Bo Melton hit the route, boom, wide open, and Jordan Love just missed him. Jordan Love had a little pressure on him, but he was also off of his feet. A little of the inconsistency. There were a couple open throws that Jordan Love should have hit. However. He likes those feet. He, he likes dancing on those feet. He's never really solid and just there and going to – he leaves a lot of um, a lot of room for exponents, a lot of a lot of room for the unknowns. It's not consistent. Um, but he's got a lot of talent. We're seeing a lot of talent, a lot of deep balls. He's finally able to open it up. You can see that he's throwing down the field a lot. Um, we started the game actually with a throw, very first play down the field. I think that type of down the field play opens up our running game, and when that open when that running game opens up, it opens up our passing game even more. So I did love the way that we started the game aggressive, and that allowed for the running game to then begin, you know, really getting enforced. And once that running game was clicking, then they had to drop the guy in the box, and it was game over. We had wide receivers running all over. Got to give credit where due. I'm sure a lot of that was schemed up. There was a lot of motion pre snap and. Minnesota's defense did not adjust. Um, the errors that they were doing in the first quarter continued throughout the whole game. I think that's where Flores definitely failed. you got to go in, especially at halftime, figure out where the issues are, and let's fix them. Um, instead, they went at halftime, came out, and had the same mistakes. So horrible performance on his part. I was thankful we had Joe Barry. That's saying um, more than a lot. That's saying the world, you know, and Joe Barry's performance – Give it up to him. He showed up this week, folks. I give it up when it's due. I don't mind giving credit where due, man. Joe Barry showed up this week. He brought some blitz packages that amazed me. I, I was I was thrilled to see them, um, especially with the wide receivers that Minnesota has. They have the ability to beat us deep. So when he was able to blitz and coming off like it, it was, it was you know, it's a gamble. I get you. I get you, Barry. It's a gamble. You play it safe rather than sorry. I get it. Most of the times that'll work. But, hey, man, it was beautiful watching some blitz packages actually get through. Um, Walker, when the ball was snapped. Now, Walker, I'm going to go through this. Wait, you didn't hide that blitz. Walker did not hide that blitz at all. I mean, he got caught on the the snap count. He uh, was already going forward. Walking forward definitely showed that he was blitzing. But once that ball was snapped, he flew. Um, the running back came up to try to block him, and his maneuver out of the way was just beautiful technique. Got through, got to the um, quarterback, and just made a beautiful, a beautiful play. You didn't mess up on hiding the blitz. You definitely could have disguised it better, um, but it's improvement. There's room to improve. Joe Barry put you in the position to succeed, and you were able to do it. So good job, Joe Barry. Good job, Walker. Uh, good job, everybody, man. I just it, it was a beautiful thing to watch, man. It was a beautiful performance. I would love to watch that game back, honestly. Um, the only reason I wouldn't watch it back is because I don't want to watch Minnesota, man. That was an ass performance. It makes us look a lot better than we really were. Um, Rashawn Gary didn't really show up too much. Van Ness didn't do too much on that side. Uh, there were a couple things, you know, that we could definitely fix up. I think Owens played well. Johnson Jr. played well. 
Savage, he was in position, you know. I'm not going to say he made any big plays, but we had Savage back, so that was nice. You know, Christian Watson, when we get him back, a ton of uh, Wicks, we're going to get Wicks back out there, get Reed back out there. We have a lot of potential. Um, like I said last episode, my only thing, I would love to see us hit the playoffs. I love the position that we're in, win or go home. We know what happened last year. We can put that on whoever we want to put it on. We're going to see what happens this year. I think Jordan Love has the ability to lead a team. Um, he's definitely developing into a very good quarterback. I'm not going to say great yet. It's way too early. We're only season one, but he he shows the confidence in his arm that shows he can get it there. Um, I saw some of the throws that he made. He, he believes he can get it there, and that is step one. you got to believe. And now you got the physical ability. He's got the talent to do it. He's a little inconsistent, like I said, with the footwork, but that's a Packer thing. We've been doing it forever. They definitely put that in the broadcast and showed um, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. And if you can pull it off consistently, cool. But if you look at the one that he missed to Bo Melton, Bo could have caught it. It was definitely there. He had it in his hands, but he did drop it. It was a catchable ball. That ball could have been placed a lot better. And Jordan Love was up in the air when he threw it. I think if you you know, ask Jordan Love to do it again, I bet you he puts his feet down and nails that throw. Um, there was a little pressure. I don't want to take anything from them. They definitely blitzed. It was fourth to one. They thought that we were going to go more run, but we actually dropped back and Jordan Love got pressure. So altogether, good performance. I thought everybody showed up. Um, LaFleur did a good job scheming up the offense. We definitely outcoached the defense. Uh, that's saying, you know, saying a lot for the, I've been on LaFleur's ass. Everybody knows you've been listening. I definitely question a lot of what LaFleur done, but, Brian Flores, I question everything about that individual at this point after that defensive performance. It was utterly disgusting, and I'm not sure what he's going to do going forward. It's been sad because they actually had a really good defense until the last couple weeks. They've been up over 30 points back-to-back weeks now, and uh, interesting to see what happens with him. It's That whole jump into a head coach was just interesting. When I was looking at it, I was like, how did he go from a linebacker coach all the way to a head coach? Never even was it like a defensive coordinator, and that's – all interesting. I don't know if this was something to do with the um, diversity of eth- ethnicity time around 2009 when they're trying to push for the change and trying to get more uh, diversity in the leadership roles. I'm guessing that had to do a lot just because typically you don't have a linebacker coach jump into a head coach position. But then he turned around and backfired on him and he filed a lawsuit for discrimination. It's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Just put the best person into position and let's just you know give ourselves the best chance to win i don't give a damn what you look like you can be an alien you can be a woman you can be whatever you are if you give us the best chance to win put you in that spot man um i don't discriminate i I hate all you equally you know what i mean i'll be the first one to say it. so amazing performance i really you know love everything about it to be honest quay walker showed up i mean the dude was flying man i love what i saw out of quay walker i love what i saw out of valentine Valentine, he still don't like to tackle. That dude, I saw a failure of a tackle attempt, went in, just put his shoulder, you know, the dude bounced off. He kept going. Valentine don't want to hit. He don't want to tackle. Um, fun guy to watch. I like watching him. He's definitely all over. He's going to get us a taunting penalty for sure. Um, I don't like the youngster. It's a lack of discipline. You can totally see it. Bo Melton had it one time where he was going off and somebody had to pull him back. Like, get your ass. Like, not worth the 15. You know what I mean? Catch him after. That's it. Y'all, y'all know, man. I'm from San Bernardino, man. It's different. We're going to catch you after the game. We ain't going to play all that. Um, but amazing performance by Packers, man. I just want to come out say good job to everybody on that damn thing besides uh, uh, the, the, the dude that fumbled the punt. You didn't do too good of a job. 
wasn't Tunyon. What's his last name? It's, it's like Tunyon, but it starts with a T. I don't know what the hell his last name is, but y'all know who I'm talking about. We did fumble the punt. I would say if we had any, the biggest issue for Green Bay going forward is definitely our special teams. That's hard to say with the highest paid special teams coordinator in the league with uh, Briska or Rich Briska, whatever the hell his name is. Carlson, Carlton, whatever, Carlson. Uh, dude, that's like your fifth missed extra point. What is it? Fifth missed extra point. That's the most in any team this league. I don't understand what's going on. We definitely have a failure back there. Those extra points, man, you get to playoffs. You cannot be missing those kicks. Those are absolutely crucial. Um, the dropped punt, that was all, you know, Reed got injured. He went out. We had to have, what's his name? Tonian? Tonian? Uh, something weird, man. Starts with a T. I know it's written down here some. Oh, it's a third quarter, right? Third quarter. Boom. Starts right here. Um. Oh, no. Fourth quarter. Torre. That's it. Torre fumbles the punt, man. That's where it was. To start the fourth quarter. Slayton, man, he came in. Next play, TJ Slayton. I love looking at my notes. The way that I've been doing it, restructuring my notes. But the way that TJ Slayton, he was on a double team, was able to shred the double team, take out the running back who was running off a wildcat. That was beautiful. Just... Watch the tape, folks. Y'all seen it. You know we love the Packers, man. Just wanted to say congratulations. That's all this post was really about. But before we get too excited as Packer Nation, just remember this team was ass. This Minnesota team we faced was absolute garbage um, from the coaching down. They just looked uncoached to come out. And that, you know, it goes down. A lot of it's on Hall. He was just off. So I'm not going to say McDonald completely failed. He's definitely... Had a good record last year in close games, so he does know how to manage the clock and manage the game. This game was not manageable from a Hall perspective. That dude, I mean, it was just, we got lucky. We got lucky that Cousins wasn't there. We got lucky they started Hall instead of Mullins. I mean, it was just a bad team. So we beat a very, very bad team. We beat a poorly coached team on the defensive side, especially. We played a... We had more talent than that team. We should have won that game. It would have been very sad if we didn't. We have so much talent on the defensive side for us not to be clicking and having this type of performance every week is sad. And that's Joe Barry's failure right there. But we all know that. We don't need to speak about that. So I love, appreciate each and every one of y'all. As Bob Dog, just want to touch base and say congratulations to each and every one of y'all. Love, appreciate everyone, and go Pack Go. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!